It's 797 KHVN, four minutes after four o'clock. I am Carmita Barnett. Of course, we're making our way through the praise drive in the studio. I asked him to come, y'all. I, I had to reach out to the pastor because there's some things going on. We got a chit-chat. Pastor G. Craig Lewis is in the building. How are you? Hey, Carmita. <laughs> How you doing? I am good. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Pastor. I reached out to you because... um. A lot of things been happening. So a lot of times I, I like to come back to you because you've dealt with so many of things. If we look at the True Pine Hip Hop series and you've talked about it long before now. Mm-hmm. And so now seeing these things happen and I know people are reaching out to you going, OK, OK, OK. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. People often said, you know, that you were very, very extreme or mm-hmm. that he oh, see, he just mad because mm-hmm. he didn't get a deal. But <laughs> preacher, a deal. <laughs> preacher, you said some stuff that um. We're seeing come to light now. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people did say those things. Uh, and, um, you know, I didn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it's never easy to hear, but you, you held fast because you knew what God had given you. Yeah. And I mean, it's now, you know, every post I make on exministries.com on our news, uh, EX News, every post I make, I start out quoting one of the videos and most of the videos were shot uh we started shooting videos from 2002 all the way up to now so the truth behind hip-hop series there's 11 of them and they started back then and then of course era of man as well dealing with the you know the foods and the drugs and all of those things so it's like i can now just sit back and kind of quote the videos because got it you know pretty much already shown me we'd already said it and so now it's all just kind of coming to pass. And the crazy thing is, you know, the popularity of EX Ministries and the DVDs and the different things. I mean, we, we haven't even seen it this busy in our offices. It's like everybody's just now really well, this generation is just now starting to really gravitate to it to just try to find out what's getting ready to happen. Because I think that's the thing that make gets people attention. Right. When you start seeing the devil. OK, you want to know where this is going. You know what I'm saying? Where, where are we going to end up? What is, what is getting ready to happen? And I just thank God for the prophetic voice and, and how he's led us down through the years and protected us and given us a platform that reaches millions um, with with truth so that mm-hmm. people can kind of know what, what's going on. Right, right. Well, one thing, I, I, I want you to kind of spend some time with us today because we've got a, a few things that I want you to kind of touch on and, and shed some light on. One thing in particular, I read something the other day, and that's what really prompted the call. We were talking about, of course, the Grammys. That's been Mm -hmm. a big hot-button issue. A lot of the performances there, one in particular for Beyonce. And so I was reading uh, one of our our mutual people that we know. I'll put it like that. And they were saying how, you know, y'all just looked at it as a performance. But in reality, she was teaching. And so it kind of made me start thinking, you know, was this a ritual that people were seeing? What, What were people... What was that experience about? And so I wanted to reach out to you and see if you could kind of kind of talk to our listeners and really explain what that even was. Yeah, well, I mean, it's whew, where do I begin on that question? <laughs> um, you know, we've been talking about it for years, you know, uh, back when we um, uh, dealt with the, um, the Illuminati and different things in the Truth Behind Hip Hop series. Mm-hmm. We talked about Satan worship and how it was covert. You know, back, I mean, back in the day, Carmina, when we did, what, part one, I was holding up CD covers trying to decode what Jay-Z was trying to say, what Ja Rule was saying back then. Even the Mr. Ouija that was on Bone Thugs and Harmony's uh, DVD cover 
the backwards message that if you hold it up to the mirror and read it, you speak it into your soul. I mean, all this stuff. And people were like, no way. Oh, you know, it's so hidden and covert back then. Now, <laughs> now, now, now they can basically promote any false god that they want, which the Bible calls all false gods demons. Paul calls false gods demons, okay? But because most so-called Christians have either pledged in a fraternal sorority, so they've pledged to a false god, or they're Freemason or Boule, so they're, they've worshipped a false god, or they've gone to a secular artist uh, concert, where they have bowed and lifted their hands to a false god. There's so much false god and false god worship and idolatry now that the devil can pull people into a full-blown satanic ritual called the Grammys and people will feel justified in watching it. They feel like I'm watching this because I like the artists performing. I just want to see what they have on. I want to see what they say. They'll make up all kind of excuses. But the real reason you're watching it is because it wants you to watch it. It's pulling you into a full-blown satanic ritual. Now, oh, what about all the people that are saying, but that's art. That's That was art. That was creativity on display. Well, the five-point pentagram is, is art. I mean, you give me a piece of paper and I draw one for you. I mean, that's art. The problem with that is, the problem with it is, the devil is doing what he's always done. This is what I said in the very first video in 2002. The devil's going to always use music. When he wants to get you to worship him, he's going to use music. When God wants you to worship him, what does he use? Music! It's music. What do we do? How do we worship the Lord? We go to church. We all sit in church, right? When we sit in church, the music plays. We sing songs. What are the songs about? It's supposed to be about God, the glory of the Lord, how great he is, how wonderful it is. Why do we sing these songs to him? Because we believe that he hears us. He inclines his ear like it says in Psalms. And then we believe that because we're singing about him, mm-hmm. he's going to come and dwell in the midst of us, right? Okay. He's going to come dwell in the midst of us. He's going to get in our hearts because, you know, we're pulling him into our hearts through our worship and praise of him. That's what church is. Okay. What is a ritual? Well, church is a ritual. You know, we we go to church on Sunday or whatever, and we sing and worship and praise and all that, and it brings the power of God. It opens up another dimension and brings a being from another dimension into our dimension. That's a ritual, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But it's a good one because it's, it's, it's the most high God. But the ritual of the Grammys, they're singing songs about Satan. They're dressed to impress Satan. They, they, they celebrate debauchery and lasciviousness. All things against God, they celebrate. That's Antichrist. So whose presence is in there? Whose presence comes to dwell with them? Whose presence comes in their midst? Who are they calling on? They are straight up calling on Satan, Carmina. And this is a ritual. I can go even further than that Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was telling the church the other day, you know, if you remember seeing rituals on TV, if you ever seen a movie, where they had, you know, movies like uh, Eyes Wide Shut and these old satanic movies where they show true satanic worship or devil worship or rituals, Mm -hmm. you always notice there are three things going on in the ritual, okay? Okay. Every ritual has three things going on. First, there's a sacrifice being made, okay? So somebody's on the altar doing a sacrifice. Somebody's standing with a knife or whatever, going to kill them or whatever, so they can offer this sacrifice or this fruit up to 
or down to or whatever, wherever it's going to, whatever false god it's going to, mm-hmm. they're going to do that. That that's going on in the middle. Okay. Then around that are the people that are administering the the ritual. So they're handing them tools, they're holding the cloth, they're bringing the sheep, they're doing whatever. That's the administration. Okay. But then there's always, every single time, mm-hmm. a group of people watching it. They don't move. They don't say nothing. They don't participate by any kind of physical means. They just stand there. Why is that circle of people standing there? Well, those are the people that are the host for whatever the ritual is going to bring. So they're the bodies to be embodied. Okay, so they're what what we know as living sacrifices. The death sacrifice is on the altar. We're going to sacrifice this thing and kill it as a death and spill its blood. But then the people standing around, that's the those are the living sacrifices that are going to take whatever enters this dimension. We're going to take it somewhere and we're going to embody it and it's going to be in us so we can represent it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you watch the Grammys. When you watch the Grammys and they are administering their ritual to false gods, which are demons, mm-hmm. you are watching it so that you could be embodied by whatever they are conjuring in that place. And when they conjure it. It affects your life. Now, you people may say, ain't nothing getting me. They say whatever. But then the kids go crazy. Their marriage is on the rocks. They can't get a good job. They can't live right to save their life. All of these are, 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 are consequences because you are now oppressed by the spirit that entered you through the conjuring. And, well, Pastor, tell me this. Why do people, and again, you talked about this back in, it was part eight, the Lords of Discord. That's when you kind of talked about this. Mm-hmm. So why do people still now, seeing it, seeing how bold it's become, take it for granted? Why don't they understand how, like you said, this is really impacting us? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm sitting up here trying to figure out, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm sitting here just. Man, I I really don't know. Because you see how extreme it is, so you have to understand this is because people. This is what the the term is. I look at it and it makes me feel some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, my heart's beating fast. Why is my heart beating fast while I'm watching this, dude? It's a demon, man. It's a that's your like your first signal. I mean, it's time to turn it off. I tried to watch the Beyonce part because people were telling me that she did this ritual to conjure up Ocean, the Starbucks goddess from the from the logo, the mermaid, whatever. We talked about that junk way back in part seven, Mother of All Gods, where we talked about the siren diva and all of that. So I'm like, man, y'all just need to get a life. But I said, well, let me see it, though. I just want to see. I turned it on. I would say 15, 20 seconds into that, I had to turn that off. My heart started beating fast. I started feeling some kind of way. I said, Lord, what is going on? God said, turn that ritual off. It's a ritual. They are performing a satanic ritual. They have found a way to not only cause Christians to to partake, like like the Bible says, at the table of devils and, 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 and drink at the table of devils. But now it's so disguised because they'll throw a little Kurt Franklin on there in his dress that he performed in. Why is he wearing a dress? I mean, why? But anyway, they'll throw some gospel on there to try to make you think that the Grammy is like a award for everyone. But they do that in mockery to show you that what Kurt and these guys are doing is powerless. In that environment, that environment is already been offered up 
to the God of this world. And so it's just a mockery. And see, I think of our I think of our parents that are, you know, I, I know my, with my mom when I was growing up, there was a lot of things she wouldn't watch. She wasn't watching that kind of stuff. But the, the, we let our children watch it. Mm-hmm. So they're in front of it. They're seeing this thing. And then we don't understand why they're acting out. Right. And But they for some reason, the Internet has caused people to feel that they can handle anything, talk about anything, do. I mean, people just feel like. Because I'm on the internet and I got 12 followers, I can talk about, discuss, preach anything. I'll get the Bible. And And that just negates the entire purpose of preachers, pastors, the fivefold ministry, the call of God, the sanction of God to deal with certain things, certain people. Even when Paul first fell off his horse on the road to Damascus, was knocked off. Paul was the man that was going to write half the Bible, but he didn't have the power to get his own sight back. He had to go and let someone seasoned that had been in the faith lay hands on him and bring this man. Even though he, he had a testimony, he went to talking. Yeah, the Lord, Ananias, shut up, boy. Let me lay my hands on you and, and, and so you can see. Then once he saw, he went to went and studied in Tarsus for 14 years before he was able to preach the gospel. But man... Folks, they get on Facebook, they think they're a bishop. They go to phonydiploma.com and download Apostle Credentials, and they're ready to talk about any subject. I'm going to blast. I'm going to talk about the Illuminati. And they don't know this stuff is tearing your life apart because you are not equipped. We've been doing this so long, Carmina, and I see people come and go. I've seen all of this, and I'm just like, you don't understand how long we've done this. The devils recognize me. Not me because I'm G. Craig Lewis, but they recognize EX Ministries and what God has done over this period of time. So when we get ready to deal with something, we're dealing with it from a different place than the average person that just I just started my web ministry. And now I'm going to decode all of 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 Chance the Rapper songs and I'm going to show you what his songs really mean. Man, you better get somewhere and read the Bible or you won't be able to sleep at night. You'll be sleeping with every light in your house on. Well, that's the thing, Pastor, and that's why I wanted to reach out to you because I just don't think people are grasping the magnitude, how serious this is. I mean, your family can be destroyed just by something that you're listening to or watching. It's just not haphazard. Yeah, I've, I've watched so many men take this into their bosom and it literally destroy their lives because they just don't understand the gravity of it. We're talking about good versus evil. We're talking about the kingdom of darkness. So if you're not in the light, walking in the light, or even understanding the light that you're walking in, you put yourself in a dangerous position. And we can all say, well, it's just the devil and I'm saved. But, bro, you better make sure the devils are out of your life. And you better make sure you ain't watching the Grammys. Because if you're watching the Grammys, I guarantee if there were no devils in you, some got in you that night. Right, right. Now, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. And I want you to go to the website because you actually did a, a blog that really kind of broke down a lot of what, and we're just scratching the surface of it. But you can read more about it and really get that good knowledge and that good education. Go to the website. It's exministries.com. Uh, the blog is there, Lords of Discord. Grammy Rituals will change you. Now, Pastor, we got to take a break. When we come back, can we shift gears a little bit? Yeah. Because now my babies. My babies. I'm supposed to go to the store and be able to buy a doll for my baby and she play with it. No problem. 
Now I got to make sure it's a girl doll. Yeah, I have to make sure it's not a mix. Pull the doll skirt up now. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk about it. It's after the break, y'all. Keep it here. It's 797. It's 426 right now. Y'all, I reached out to Pastor G. Craig Lewis, asked him to come hang out with us on the Praise Drive, kind of answer some of those questions. Now, we're going we're gonna to shift gears a little bit, Pastor. Because okay. I saw something again. Now I'm reading and I'm looking at different things online and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Help me with this. There's a new doll that's being released that people will be actually able to go to the store and purchase. It's a transgender doll. One, why? Let's start there. And two, can you just talk about, because somebody's listening and they're like, well, it's just a toy. And again, they're devaluing the whole situation, not realizing the impact. And so that's that's really what I want you to talk about, how this will impact our children. Well, the doll was made after a teenage transgender named Jazz, which was a little boy who's living his life. He's deciding to be a little girl. Uh, well, teen. He's I, I, Yeah, he's a teenager. And... Um, so they, they, they made this uh, transgender doll, but I thought it was just very ridiculous because, I mean, you take all the clothes off a doll, I mean, huh? <laughs> so what makes this doll transgender? So it's a doll that's made to switch clothes? I mean, couldn't you just put Barbie's clothes on Ken? Or put Ken's clothes on Barbie. I mean, why is there a doll designated? But at that point, right? But it, it really just shows you the agenda of the LGBT and how powerful their agenda is. The LGBT knew they knew one that if Obama got in the White House, an African American would be in the White House, and so most African Americans would vote him in and want him in, right? Then they knew if we load him up with the LGBT agenda, African-Americans will begin to equate civil, the, 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 the lifestyle practices with color and they'll all become a minority. OK, so they knew that. So now you can't peel the two apart. They both come simultaneously. I mean, even the leaders and I talked about it in uh, Color of Blood, our latest video but even the leaders of Black Lives Matter are lesbians and they are out of the closet lesbians. So even the ones that are in the forefront of leadership in the African-American community, you can't pull this this gender uh, confusion out of it because it's all kind of grown together with the Obama administration. Right. So now the Trump, the anti-Trump or anti-Republican, whatever they are, that are out protesting, now the homosexuals, the blacks, and the Satanists are all unified. And they're all coming against the president. So now the Democrat, most of the Democratic Party is made up of Satanists, homosexual, LGBT, and black people. Now they're all coming together so they can protest against Trump because they feel he's racist. But racism now isn't just discrimination against African Americans. It's discrimination against homosexuals as well as Satanists and people that want to come in and pray, uh, grunt a prayer in the name of Satan. 
So it's all just, I mean, man, it's the end times. It's end time stuff. We've been talking about it forever, and now it's here, you know. And see, that was going to be my question. Again, the magnitude of this, because think about it. Now, we're not that far away in age. We weren't even thinking about trying to choose anything different. We just wanted to play, be outside, kick a ball. We didn't even understand that we had to be something different. I mean, Carmina, now, not that far in age, we are almost the same age. Okay, you so don't don't do that. There, don't yeah. don't do me like that. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think a year separates oh, us. Yeah, enough already. I think it's just one year, <laughs> if I'm correct. You have folks. But 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 true. When we were young, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't like this. We weren't thinking of these things right. because we just you know, it had a lot to do with our families protecting us from things, exactly. our parents not allowing certain things to even. You know, come come into play. We couldn't spend a night over certain people's houses. Couldn't play with certain kids in the neighborhood. I mean, they found out something was wrong with one of the kids. I mean, he might as well have, you know, leprosy. Because ain't no kid going to throw him the ball. I mean, he'd be out there all day with his arms up. He ain't catching my ball. So, our parents made the difference. <laughs> our parents made the difference between us. Uh, you know, you know, to keep us and protect us. And even, not even just that, but even the arguments that our parents had. I mean, it, we, we couldn't remember some of the arguments they had, or we didn't even get to hear them. They would close the door, make us get out, and say whatever they have to say because they didn't even want us to think that this is the way married people got along. So they were very, most of them were very protective. Now, parents cuss each other out. They use kids as collateral in cases of divorce. Your daddy crazy. He, you, but you got to go with him this weekend. Daddy is your daddy. He is your daddy. You know, I hate that one. Why would you say that? He's so stupid. Your daddy ain't paid none of his nothing. He ain't done it. But that's your daddy. Now, you have to love him. You have to love him. Well, that, that child going to grow up. That child going to grow up with a complex because you can't <laughs> you can't teach a child to do what you're not doing. Exactly. And that's so the, and that's the biggest that's the biggest problem right now. And that, I guess that's the answer to the question you asked earlier. I mean, the parents are indulging in. Uh, adults are indulging in the Grammys and all this foolery so much so that, you know, I mean, what the parents do in moderation, uh, the children are going to do excessively. So it's still you're driving home the point that we just can't take this stuff for granted. We can't just it's not just haphazard. Oh, it's just a toy. No, you can't. You can't put it that lightly. I mean, what is a gay toy, though? Right. I mean, what is a transgender doll i mean when you make a doll into a girl that used to be a boy ain't it just a girl doll i mean i'm looking at the picture of the doll now and i just see a girl doll so i mean what happened you hit a button and and a, and the genitals fall out i mean what how do i know that it, it's a tra- <laughs> how do i know it's a transgender you pull a string and a deep voice come out hey you want to play with me I mean, so that means i have to go to a specific <laughs> section in the toy store and i have to explain to my child that this is what it is that's already too this, much i mean I'm, I'm sitting up here looking at this but this is just where the world is right. it's not logical right. and illogic i posted a post today and i know folks got mad at me black lives matter uh and i showed you know the black lives matter movement just how simple logic can destroy that movement with just you know just plain old simple logic and I mean, people are just going crazy. And I'm like, well, was the post, was the information in the post wrong? Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. But that just racism. It's just out there. Have you ever been discriminated against? 
I mean, when were you discriminated against? When, 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 when did you get beat by a cop or lose your job because of your color or whatever? Most people that are protesting have never been discriminated against. But most of them have been hurt. Most of them have been traumatized. Those are things we need to talk about. Those are things we need to deal with so that our children can have a fair chance and learn about the birds and the bees instead of which cop to avoid and don't, don't. Man, let, can, can our children be children and not have to deal with what we're talking about, you know, as adults, the things that they shouldn't be uh, even hearing us say? That's it, y'all. Pastor G. Craig Lewis is here. I got to take another break. Jermaine Simpson is here. How you doing, Reverend? Doing great. Doing great. Right. Glad to be here. Well, we got more questions for Pastor G. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all keep open right it up. here. And actually, I guess some congratulations are in order. God's blessed you to be able to move to the new facility. So definitely want to uh, congratulate you on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's never easy making a move. No, it's never easy, but it was time. I mean, we were... We, we, we were we were trying to fit 400 people in a space that probably the fire marshal <laughs> wanted like 170. Uh, and so Don't tell it, that's, they'll that's find a good us. Problem, though. Good problem, Children were on the floor. We had to just give them video games and let them just play with Don't the cell phone. Yes, he's listening. <laughs> But definitely a blessing and just, you know, God opened the door for a brand new facility and beautiful facility. So y'all have to come worship with us. And of course, make sure you tune in every Sunday morning, beginning at 930 here on Heaven 97. And they can hear the broadcast live, a true church perspective. But we got to take a break. So we'll be right back. Y'all keep it here. 797. It's 797 KHVN 442. That's our time. Y'all, I got Pastor G. Greg Lewis hanging out with us this hour. Just yes. kind of answering some of those real questions. You know, I saw a lot of things and I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to the pastor. Right. See if he can come. Because, again, you've studied this. This isn't something that, you know, you just started really kind of looking at. You've been doing this for many years. And I've been blessed to watch you and, and hear the ministry and watch it grow. And so I knew you could help shed some light on some of these unanswered questions. Yeah. And and I was and I'm going to rewind just for a minute. Okay. Don't throw it in reverse just for a minute and then come forward. Because as I watch the Grammys, mm-hmm. and in particularly Beyonce's performance, since we can say names today, usually Carmina don't let me say names. She let me say names today. The preacher's and, here. Uh, <laughs> so it's, no, it's like, but, but really, but, but I'm watching it, yes, and I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of relaxing, and I'm sitting, I'm like, wow, what is this? I'm saying, God, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it was like she was putting the people in a trance. It was mm-hmm. transit-like. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I don't think transit is a word. But it's like she was casting a spell. With Think about the music that was playing, the speed of the music. It was it was a message there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely more. It wasn't just a performance. Right. And any believer with any amount of Jesus mm-hmm. should be able to discern that. You know, so as it, it was just, that's all I can say. It was just transit-like. And, I'm, and for the first time, and I can't say that I've always agreed with you. And Camino, I can't say that I've always agreed with you, but I can't say that I've ever disagreed with you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't yeah. say that I've ever disagreed with you. For mm-hmm. sure. But I was, I was like, wow, this is, this is real. Yeah. So after all these, I'm like, this is real. And you thought about the little freckle face boy. Yeah, I, thought about, <laughs> I, thought about, I thought about the fat Craig. Oh, I was like, man, I went all like that. No. I was like, man, this, but seriously, and I've always had a great respect for your knowledge, mm-hmm. but I was like, this is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a, a process. It was a timetable. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the enemy is very strategic. He right. he, he he fights, you know, it's warfare what he does. Mm-hmm. Warfare is strategic. Right. You know, we, we're the ones that's willy-nilly waking up every day thinking we are making all the decisions that we're mm-hmm. making. We're not even considering that there is warfare going on, right. that we're fighting a battle, those kind of things. Well, he was strategic. So when I first started, nobody listened to it. Nobody believed right. it because we yeah. had to go underground and discover it and you know it, it, we had to decode it basically mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but now it's blatant and it's blatant because the average so-called christian that watches it is so lulled to sleep by the seeker friendly message that they're receiving mm-hmm. every sunday that they they don't feel like demons are real they don't feel that realm is even relevant right but how can you believe that the realm of heaven and God and everything that is good is relevant and there is no antithesis or there is no opposite or that? I mean, that cannot be true. The, the right. reason we believe in Christ is to be free from darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. So there had to be darkness there for us to come into the light. But they ignore the darkness and the darkness is what has most of them bound. So. You know, what you're saying is the sentiment of my phone ringing off the hook for the last, I I would almost say six months. That pastors that once heard what I said and was like, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that. Now they're coming back and saying, hey, man, tell me about this. This is real. Tell me about that because now it's blatant. Right, because it used to be a subtle thing. Yeah. It used to be hidden messages. Mm -hmm. And like you say, you had to decode and encode. Yeah. But I've always felt and believed that uh, television tells a vision. So you have to watch what goes in your spirit mm-hmm. because what goes in, it will come come out. Yeah. Because the subconscious is a powerful thing. And I know you shared that before in one of your messages. Mm-hmm. So how powerful is the subconscious yeah. that when we take those messages in? Yeah. Well, I mean, if we read the Bible, we're reading it for a reason because we're feeding ourselves the word so that we can what? Live better. Right. Right. We, right. We feed it. We're feeding ourselves the word so we can live according to it mm-hmm. so that we can do better. Mm-hmm. Well, right. what happens when you're filling yourself up with Beyonce's lyrics and Chance the Rapper's lyrics and all of these people? You're embracing darkness. How are you going to live after you feel yourself? The Bible says a man from the good treasure of his heart does good things. Mm-hmm. But a man from the evil treasure of his heart does evil things. So that means our heart. It's up to us what we put in it and what becomes our treasure. Right, mm. right. Now, you made a good point about how it has become so much bolder now. It's not the subtle, uh, subtle. But then why have we as Christians become subtle? Why have we now backed down and just kind of watched instead of coming against it? Why are we now acting like we're scared to say something? Well, I know the answer to that. Okay. And the answer to that is the scripture that says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. If preachers aren't enlightening the people the people will the bible says if a man walk in darkness he will stumble so the people are stumbling because of the darkness because preachers aren't turning on the light i mean the pastors are 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 the biggest fans i mean when they have mega fans who they gonna have who's td jake's gonna have at mega fan he gonna have all the people that walk in darkness all the people that celebrate darkness all the people in the illuminati all the people that promote the lgbt He's going to surround his members with something that is destroying them. And he's not going to say one word against them. And so that is causing the people to stumble. 
because they're not getting the light turned on for them. That's the preacher's job. We can all, all read right. the Bible, but the preacher's job is to come and take that word and make it applicable and relevant to us. Right. That's the difference. And if he doesn't do that, then the people will read the word and still walk in darkness. Right. Just like they'll go to church Sunday in, Sunday out, Wednesday go. night in, Wednesday night there out. There you go. And still just live with no continue conviction. To walk in, yeah, continue to walk in darkness because nobody got up before them and challenged them with the very word that they were reading and telling them, hey, this is how we all, not right. just y'all, this is how we all have to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, we got to take a real quick okay. break. So hold that, hold that question. And also, when we come back too, I want to talk about the family unit and all of that because you're you're talking about um, the responsibility of the pastor and things like that. But I also want to talk about as a family, as the the parents in a home, how what is their responsibility when it comes to the children? I want to mm-hmm. talk about that. Y'all keep it right here. We got to take this break. Y'all keep it here. Yeah. Seven ninety seven. As music there, Brian Courtney Wilson, the song Heal. It's 4.55 right now. Of course, we're having an amazing time here in the studio. Pastor G. Craig Lewis is here. Now, they can go to the website. It is exministries.com. A lot of the DVDs that we spoke about, they can find information there and be able to get those for their families to be able to enjoy at home. And, and Pastor, also, again, they can tune in on Sundays and hear you here at 9.30 a.m. on Heaven 97 and also worship with us on Sunday there at the Adamant Believers Council. Now, you had a question. Yes. Yes. So what say you of these gospel artists that are part of these programs? We part only of these- got... Five more minutes. Let's go. I can get it in. Go ahead. And and what do you say? You know the what? What do you say of these uh, titles of songs? You know, forgiving yourself and I've been forgiving me and all of that. What do you say to this type of? What do you say this type of thing? Well, you know, in the secular industry, the artists feel a loyalty to their audience, so they feel they have to let their audience in on their personal lives their audience want to know what they eat for breakfast what they what they what they wear to bed all of those kind of things and that has spilled over into gospel now where gospel artists have an allegiance more to their audience than they do to god mm. and so that's why we're getting you know all of these songs about you know um uh, self and everything right. is so self-absorbed and it has a lot to do i was just having this conversation this morning it has a lot to do with the internet being able to just upload your thoughts right. online and a million people see it or right. 20 people see it, or however many, and the people you don't know say they like it, that's driving narcissism through the roof right. in the lives of us. So it's hard for people to even be real Christians because a Christian can't be narcissistic. The first rule of thumb to be saved is to deny yourself. Right. You know, if any man was to come after me, what Jesus said, he must first deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. So you got to first deny yourself. Narcissism is about self. That means I'm not denying myself. So it's impossible for the current gospel industry to really acquiesce to what the word is saying and really do it God's way. Because now it's about them, their image, what they look like, what they right. sound like, and all of those things, which is the first rule against what we're supposed to be as believers and Christians. Hmm. Well, we're going to have to have you come back, definitely, because I yes. still want you to answer that question about the family, because that's another component that I think we're not talking about enough. We're not uh, stressing enough. We're just taking it for granted. Yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned earlier about how we uh, sometimes when it's the situation where the husbands and wives are separate and the mothers are saying different things to the son or to the daughter about their other parent, 
you don't understand how destructive that is. So we're going to talk about it, but they can go to the website, go to exministries.com. They can also reach out to you there and uh, ask questions, share different information and things like that. So, again, visit the website. You're on social media as well. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram and all those things. Instagram is, I think, at G Craig or at EX Ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is at G Craig. And then, of course, uh, Facebook is exministries.official. And, uh, you know, we, like I said, we're going to keep doing what we're doing no matter how bad it gets, uh, no matter how what society does. You can always depend on EX Ministries to stay true because we've been doing this for a long time. And I mean, I'm too old to be trying to change and do something different. So <laughs> we're going to stick with what God has told us to do. Well, I certainly appreciated taking this time with us and really kind of enlightening our listening audience, even helping old Jermaine come through. <laughs> but we appreciate it so much. 